welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. This is Ryan. I've got Chris today. Howdy. And we have got a Series 2 win, baby. How about that? Uh, I literally don't think a Hollywood director could have scripted this. The way this game happened. There's not a chance in the world. Yeah, this was nuts. This was kind of like a Rudy situation, except Rudy was actually good, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Stars win in... Thankfully, it was just one overtime. But they win in overtime, 5-4. to four, And again, the magic number for the Stars is 5, like I've been saying. And like other people have been saying. And like Brian Ray has been saying. And now, apparently, uh, Daryl Ray is hitting the bandwagon, too. Everybody says if we score five goals in every game, we'll win the series. So, yeah, this uh, was one of the most emotional games I've ever watched in my entire life. There were so many <laughs> emotion swings, but my hat got spiked at least three times. Poor hat. <laughs> Twice out of frustration and once out of joy at the end. Uh, I thought we we lost with the last Avs goal. I thought that was it with with three minutes left in the game. And the abs taking control of the period. I thought there was no chance. And just, I, I love Kiviranta to death. And I think he, <laughs> we should give him $20 million a year. Yeah, just for this one game, right? Yep, he's just earned it. So, interesting thing that, you know, I haven't even really thought about it until after he scored that third goal. Has there been any other team that's had a hat trick? McDavid. No, I mean, I'm talking about this playoffs. The, like, David. Well, I'm not talking about the qualifiers. I'm talking about the playoffs. Uh, uh, in the stat books, they're playoffs, but no. Other than that, no. Okay. So, no other team in the 16 teams that made the playoffs, we're not counting the qualifiers, has a single person that has made a hat trick. How many do the Stars have? We have, we have three. three. <laughs> Two of them, you, you can kind of expect it. And then the third one is just like, huh? <laughs> so, Gary Onoff and uh, Pavel- Pavelski, I have to start saying it right because Dad said, oh, you can't say Pavelski anymore. Pavelski. Pa- Pavelski. It's Pavelski. Whatever. So, Pavelski. And then Kiviranta is in the, co- is in the conversation? What? <laughs> yeah. And the only guy out of those that makes any money is Pavelski, so... <laughs> I think Kiviranta makes less than a million a year. <laughs> he just scored a hat trick in Game 7 in a game the Stars had no business winning. <laughs> I don't know what to expect for the next series. <laughs> I really don't. I know I, I thought... can expect at least four more hockey games, and I'm happy about that at least. <laughs> you know... I have never been in all of my life so happy to be wrong about something. I thought after losing game six that we were done. I, I honestly thought we were done. And I was I was very close to being right several times, I felt like. And honestly, when we scored the third, fourth the third and fourth goal, I cried. I le- <laughs> I legitly cried. And I was on my way to to the Dallas area coming from West Texas. So I was sitting in the passenger seat. My kids are in the back seat, and my wife is driving us up to uh, the Dallas area for my mom's birthday. Our mom's birthday, I should just say that. And 
I, I was sobbing in the passenger seat, like legitly sobbing, especially when Radulov scored that third goal. Cause I thought that was it. I thought, you know, Avs are taking a three, two lead into the, into the break. And we, we hadn't played all that great except for like the last couple minutes of the second period where we got a couple of chances, but I thought we were done. What about you? Yeah. I, I didn't think we were done at the end of that period. The the end of the second got me at least a little bit of hope going into the third. But after the Avs fourth goal, I definitely thought we were done. I, I thought that game was over. And then Kiriwanta just 10 seconds later is like, oh, look what I found off of this goaltender's pad. And he buries it. What a legend. I love that, man. But yeah, the Stars, pretty much the whole game, just didn't really look any different from games five and six, if we're going to be honest. No, I didn't. We had Kiviranta, who played great the whole game, actually. It wasn't just those last two goals. I thought the whole game he looked great. Even before his goal, I thought he looked... I was really surprised that I was noticing Kiviranta every shift he was out there. And then Radulov played great. And even Doby didn't play awesome. I thought he was going to have to steal this game, honestly. If if the big guys didn't step up, I thought maybe Doby can steal the game. He didn't really play awesome. He didn't play bad. He wasn't the reason we lost, but he also wasn't the reason we won, obviously, with us having to score five goals and the big guys didn't play great. Our defense didn't play great. And we still find a way to win. And that that's a testament to the stars taking a three to one series lead. So you're not going to beat a good team three times in a row is, is pretty much what it comes down to. And the abs found themselves having to do that and they couldn't do it. E- even if they're the better team three nights in a row, you're still most likely not going to beat them three times in a row. It's, it's just, super hard to overcome something like that lucky bounces are gonna change eventually and they obviously did for the stars especially with that last goal that's it's a good save goaltender kicks it into the corner kiviranta's just right there and buries it so stars get some great luck which is what it takes sometimes to get into the uh to get into the conference finals it, it happened for the blues Stars should have beat them last season they got saved by the the toe of a skate <laughs> so mm-hmm. blues got lucky on their stanley cup win maybe this is our luck to take us to the stanley cup so that's what i'm hoping for and i i absolutely love just going back and looking at all the stuff from this game so the first thing that came to my mind while you were talking was the post-game interview with rick bonus and the first comment that was made before the interviewer asked the question was like that was a brilliant coaching move, putting in Kiviranta for Pagliano. <laughs> and I'm like, how the heck is he supposed to know that, that a rookie who didn't play in the entire series, he played less series, but he didn't play in this entire series, and he's going to go out as an NHL rookie and score three goals yeah, in bonus, a game seven. Bonus just knew. He, he had sense. <laughs> he's like, that, that guy's got the hat trick hat on, I think. I saw him put it on earlier, so. Right. How the heck are you supposed to know that? Like, he for doesn't. real. Yeah, we, we got lucky is what I'm saying. And, and he, it was absolutely hilarious to, to watch his reaction after he said, after the interviewer said, brilliant coaching move. And he's sitting there just, just like, <laughs> he's sitting there laughing. And then he said, yes. you know, if I, if I had known that he was going to score three goals, I would have put him in uh, before game seven. And it's yeah. just like, and I, I joked with dad and I was just like, this is some divine intervention here. This like like what like what are the chances that like you know, Cogliano gets hurt? He's one of the Iron Men of the NHL. 
he had one of the longest streaks in NHL history of playing consistent games oh, back to back to back, like without gaining an injury or anything like that. He gets an injury in probably the most defining moment in recent Stars history, right? I would think that this is the most. This game since is 2008. Yeah, since 2008, this is the most defining game for the Stars. And a rookie. And not, not, in. Just, not a rookie. just a rookie. It's a nobody rookie. If a you're not rookie. <laughs> if you're not a Stars fan and you don't do draft cards or something, you don't know who this guy is. Nobody knows who this guy is. He's ne- He hasn't done anything before this. He's looked fine in the games that we brought him up in, but it was nothing to write home about. He skated hard. Mm-hmm. But, like... <laughs> He's not supposed to be this goal scorer. That's not what we have him for. And just he gets he gets a random hat trick. Stars get lucky. We move on. Like it's it's really law of averages though. Like when it comes down to it, that we we obviously take the three one series lead. Th- those were stars wins. It wasn't just the Avalanche lost it. They did. They didn't play great, but those were games that the stars took advantage of and won. And then you got to tell this team to beat another great team three times in a row and that's not going to happen most of the time and that's why those percentages are there the 90 percent chance of of winning the series when you go up 3-1 mm-hmm. even if the other team is better for the last three games they're still probably not going to win all three games is my point so right well while we did get lucky we get lucky because we played good early in the series <laughs> mm-hmm. well and it for those of you that haven't heard it or seen it you have to go look and listen to the Finnish broadcaster who yeah. put on who who I guess he was broadcasting to Finland. I don't know where or when, but uh, he was he was broadcasting. And when he he said Joel Kiviranta's name on that broadcast, it was absolutely hilarious. Kiviranta, you're like Kiviranta. Like I could just I just imagine like foaming at the mouth. Like, oh, yeah. if I was <laughs> Oh, it was so funny to watch. I'm That's not how joking. I felt I when think... it went in. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was sitting there, like, screaming my head off. I was just in the car, and I, I, I kind of scared Maddie again. And, uh, oh, man, it was... I don't, I don't think I've ever been that elated in my life uh, since 2008 when Brendan Morrow scored that goal in, like, uh, was, it, was it, like, double Second. overtime? Yeah, yeah, it was double overtime. So, on that power play goal, and he just it was basically just an open net, and he just dunked it. But ever since then, I've never been that excited. Since I was 15 years old. I'm 27 now, so it's been 12 years. 12 years since I've been waiting for something like that, a defining moment. And, you know, I really thought, I really thought that even though Kiviranta scored that fourth goal and he tied it up for us literally 10 seconds later... 10 seconds later, I didn't see us winning the game. I still didn't because I thought, uh, oh, no, this is th- this is going to be the Blue Series all over again, and we're going to get close because I thought the, the Jamie Benn goal in the Blue Series in, in 2019 when uh, Bennington, I mean, it looked like it was over, but there was like a sliver of it that didn't get over. I thought that was I thought Derek, Dennis Garyanov was going to be that goal where he hit the post. It was it was tied 4-4 and he hit the post and I'm and I was thinking like that's going to be that goal that we're going to look back on and be like, 
Oh crap! What if? if what if? But oh, I really thought it was gonna be a repeat. But yo, Kiranta saved our lives. Yeah, I, I, I also <laughs> don't think we should be expecting that ever again from Kiranta. I don't think. No. He, I mean, unless he's just like pure adrenaline rush from here on out. But I don't. I don't think that he's gonna get any more goals this postseason. No. But what? What what a memory for him and us, obviously, for a guy that wasn't supposed to be there to get the game-tying and overtime game-winning, series-clinching goal to move the Stars to the farthest point they've been in over a decade. So that's well, just awesome Stars moment well, for but, forever. But like, yeah, but like seriously, are, we're, we're never going to see this again. Never. I, I don't think we're ever going to see this again. Oh, no. Last, last time... Last time hockey saw a hat trick in a game seven was Wayne Gretzky. So yeah, and that was a really different time in hockey. So this is not going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, that was that was back in the eighties when like you were considered good if your save percentage was over nine hundred. Because <laughs> in the eighties, they all they did was <laughs> score. Can, can you imagine good. that two hundred <laughs> points in a season, and he had multiples of those. Yeah, that's yeah. Like. Like and that's when they were still playing like eighty four games. That was some pod hockey. Yeah, <laughs> talk about craziness. Well, so that well that let me ask this question because why was he so good? What did he just like wake up that day and felt great and he, knowing that he was going to have to play because Cogs was hurt? Or you know, I thought about this: is because of the amount of hockey everybody else is playing. Does that mean that Kiviron? I mean, even even versus the the Colorado Avalanche, because they had a lot of hurt kids, a lot of hurt players, including both of their goaltenders. But because you know they're playing so much hockey, does that put Kiviranta on just another level? Just because uh, he has all the energy in the world? I think it helps. Or what do you think? It helps, but you don't become a three goal scorer just <laughs> just because you can skate faster, like. That that's not what happened, really. It was, it was it was dumb luck. <laughs> that was some playoff dumb luck that our rookie gets a hat trick. There, there's really no other there's no other explanation for it. Well, uh, the I'll leave it at this. the The last question that was asked of him from the NBC interviewers, the answer he gave was, "I really hope I get some more games in." Yep, I think he, I think he's gonna get at least four next series. Yeah, so. I, he, he, you know, even I would leave him in. He deserves it. Oh, he's, he, he's, he's he, he absolutely right deserves it. Even yeah, if it you take, really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, even if you take somebody else out, he you got Dickinson take has not been playing great. We'll take Dickinson out. Sounds good to me. Well, he's he's been <laughs> playing. Guys. He's everybody's been playing pretty well. Just not not exactly uh, producing. At the at the levels you would want them to, um, Dickinson's had some on and off games. Oh, okay. So let's let's jump from to yes, we won. We're ecstatic. We love the emotional stuff, and we're gonna remember this game for the rest of our lives. But we still didn't play well. Oh no, we 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 played the exact same as five and six, <laughs> pretty much. The, the only the only place that we played better in, and it still wasn't great, was the third period. That was it. Yep. We we played well again in the first period, and then what happened? We penalties. take penalties. Oh my goodness! If you're not going to be able to do that against Vegas, 
they don't have they may not be as an offensive team as the other two that we face, Calgary and Colorado. But they are so much like us in the way that they're big, they're fast, uh, and they have more offensive firepower yeah. up front than and, we and do. And I think I think because of that, Vegas is going to be taking more penalties too, right? So they're, Colorado is not an aggressive team. They're a fast no. team. They want to get around you before you you can hit them. Vegas is the exact opposite. They'll run right over you if you let them. So yeah, I think with- that's going to cause more penalties on both sides of the puck. And I think it'll pretty much even out for the stars, but but yeah, we, we can't just dump penalties too. Is is what it was. C- Corey Perry did some stupid stuff in the last two games, especially the, the the stupid end of the stick into the guy's head was idiotic. That that annoyed me, but it, it you just can't be taking stupid penalties like that. So I, I I'm hoping I'm hoping some of the older guys <laughs> stop that real fast, but. Other than that, I think it'll the power plays will even out themselves. And uh, also, while we're on penalties and stuff, we can talk about how great the Stars' power play has been pretty much throughout this series, especially the last two games. Uh, two for two on the uh, Game 7. And we had two power play goals Game 6, I think? Yep. We yeah, had a couple so... more opportunities, but we only got two goals. Lots of power play goals from the Stars so far, so that's a good good thing to look look forward to. Well, and so the weird thing at the beginning of the year, way back in October, was that the penalty kill was doing really well, and the power play sucked. And then as we got further on, more towards when the season stopped, the power play was doing really well, and the penalty kill sucked. And now it seems like it kind of now figured both. both of them out. Yeah, yeah penalty exactly. killed a great last, last, last series too, especially with the potent power play that they have. So, oh, I, it also brings up something else I want to talk about. So, McKinnon got worse and worse as this series went on. So, just like you and me were talking about, McKinnon playing 30 minutes a night, I think it definitely wore down on him, especially in the last three games of the series. The, you, you. I barely noticed McKinnon at all in Game Seven, and of course he didn't get a point. So, it, I think that did finally pay off for the Stars there. It still had twenty, almost twenty-eight minutes of ice time. And yep, that's insane. Came I, back to bite him oh in the butt. He, he couldn't carry the series after that anymore. Well, the one of the players I want to talk about that has really stepped up, but had a terrible game seven was Alexiak. Alexiak had a Sakara like game. That Sakara game from the Calgary series. I already Sekera, forgot which game. Yeah. Yeah. Sakara, Sekara. I've heard so many different pronunciations. I don't know which one is right. I'll just say Sekara because I, I like that better. So he had a Sekara like game. So that second goal in the first yeah, that period was terrible. by the Avalanche was completely 100% his fault. And I understand what he was trying to do. He was trying to push the offensive pressure and everything. but when Too cute hit... for the D zone. Right. Well, it wasn't even at the D zone. It was at the blue line. Yeah. So it put was, it up it against was the high more... boards is what you're supposed to do. Everybody, if you, if you played hockey at all, I haven't even played hockey, and I know that that's the rule. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> if you're that's... at the blue line, you put it against the boards, and that's it's always what you do. <laughs> that's a so safe play. There's no reason for him to try and make a little 
chip pass around a guy to get to the middle of the ice, it is it was just a dumb play. And he would tell you the exact same thing. He well, would say that, that was idiotic. And not to mention the the guy that he chipped it to was Burakovsky, yeah, who not, at not that helpful. point was the hottest player for the Avalanche. He had a great last two or three games. Burakovsky did. That's why he got moved up to the first line when Landeskog went down. Um. So, here here's another question that I'm starting to to think about. If the Avalanche had had all of their players, do you think they would have beat us? No, because I I, I, I think Avalanche fans are making that. Making that assumption is, is honestly that's why, ridiculous. That's why I'm asking, because they had they lost both of their goaltenders. They didn't have Landis Gog for the last game. And I know that Eric Johnson may be a fifth or sixth defenseman, but he's basically like their Essa Lindell. Like, if we didn't have Essa Lindell... Mm, he's he, not that good. He's a, he's a defensive defenseman. He's a defensive he a... defenseman. He's more like a Lovejoy from years past. He He's not a uh, Essa may, Maybe, maybe... I still think he's he's not as good as Lindell, but he's as important as Lindell to the Colorado Avalanche. If he's they, on the if he's on the third pair, he's not. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. But well, but I I think the whole the injuries thing. If if you think Hutchinson lost the series for the Avs, you're dead wrong. He didn't watch the series. If you think not having Landeskog lost the series, you're dead wrong. He wasn't. He honestly, played every he game except the last one. Yeah, he played every game except the last one, and honestly, wasn't producing that much in the last two that he played in. It, why the Avs lost is because they couldn't score on the power play, and they they really couldn't score with depth. It was top guys scoring until Game Seven, when McKinnon finally was depleted and out of gas. So it, the the Avs lost because the Stars exposed their weak points. And their weak points is not injuries. It was they have no depth. Their only scoring comes from the top. And I guess they're spotty in the power play now. I don't know, but <laughs> hopefully they can figure that one out. Well, when you look at the the goals that were scored in the points, yeah, you see Burakovsky, yeah, you see Kadri, but N- Nemestikov, he had two goals. He's on the fourth line for the Avs. That's some depth scoring. Two goals in a in a seven game series is. <laughs> no, I think he had another one. I think it was in game five or in game six. I I couldn't tell you for sure, but, and I I think they I think they had that. I think they had the de- depth scoring, especially in game five for sure. But I think the uh, fact that they're not rolling four lines the way the stars are, it kind kind of proves that they they don't think so. If McKinnon's playing thirty minutes of hockey a night, they're they're obviously not trusting somebody. No, I don't think I don't think that's true. I think it's just McKinnon is just that good of a player. I, I mean, if you had, if, okay, it obviously cost if you him had, at the end of the game, at the end of the series, right? McKinnon's tired. You could see it. He couldn't yeah. skate the way he could in the first few games. He is still Nathan McKinnon. He is still yeah, Nathan but McKinnon. It, it, if you have that great of a player, you want him playing his best every game. You don't want him playing amazing and almost stealing the first three games, right? Because the last games he was not. Not even close to his dangers. Every time he got the puck in the first three games, I was terrified that he was going to go score himself, and he almost did every single time. And then at the end, he didn't. So if they truly believed they had the depth, they would try and keep him rested enough so that he could still do Nathan McKinnon things. Because by the end of the series, he could not. And it was obvious. Um, What I really think comes down to is... And, And think about this and tell me what you think. What do the stars have that the Avalanche don't? Elite blue liners. Kale McCarr. 
Sam He's Gerard is way better than McCarr. Sam Gerard is still pretty good. He's not Stars as good. have four of the best defensemen in the league, in my opinion, especially right now since Alexiak is playing so much better. Okay, I guess you can make an argument for that, but I still don't think that's the reason why. What do you think it is? What do we have that the Avalanche don't? We have veterans. Colorado doesn't really have those veteran players to lean on. We're all, we almost have too many. <laughs> we we've got Pavalski, we've got Perry, we've got you know even to some extent Ben. And we have a lot of these players that went through that game seven against the Blues, right? Yeah. I see what I, you're saying. Those guys I, don't I think, don't really show up in this in game seven, though. Yeah, but but it's it's again the the reason why Pav- Pavelski. I almost said Pavelski again. Pavelski was given that seven million dollars was not necessarily because they expected him to score thirty eight goals again, right? Because he didn't even hit the twenty goal mark. Well, they, they expect him to score they, the big goals sometimes, which he has this, throughout the playoffs. That game specifically. And that calming presence he brings as being a captain of a former really good team that had gone deep into the playoffs multiple times was the reason why he was signed. Yeah. I and think you're giving the Stars too much experience. credit. I think it was more dumb luck than anything, but I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, how about we go 50-50 with that? Uh, I'll, I'll give you 50-50. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but we'll see about that. Okay, we don't want to make this too long, so let's make this real quick. Uh, another player, Radulov. Excellent. Played awesome. Paid to his pay grade finally again. He, he's always hot and cold, so <laughs> he was cold for a while. He was due. He scored his goals. He's going to be cold for a while. Shouldn't expect anything from Radulov till at least Game 5 next series. Moving or on. May- or maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but those, again, those I cried when he scored his second power play goal in the third period (laughs) i cried (laughs) and then when uh actually what even happened was for the fourth goals for each team i was in the middle of a blackout zone so i wasn't getting any internet whatsoever (laughs) so i had to watch as twitter blew up as two goals were scored 10 seconds apart (laughs) when i I saw four three i'm like oh and i groaned and then i'm like oh wait wait a second Kavirata scored again? <laughs> so, anyways, I had to go back and watch those. But, all right. So, we're going to do another podcast over the the uh, conference finals. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Let's wait a couple hours until uh, freaking Flyers and New York Islanders make up their minds of who wins. Who's winning right now? Islanders. It's 7.33 Central Time right now, so we're going to go find out who wins, and then we'll make another podcast. So, All right, guys. We'll see you on the next podcast. This has been Ryan with Chris, and we are Starcastic Remarks, the only Dallas Stars fan-led podcast. You can find us on Twitter at StarcasticR. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Starcastic Remarks. And you can also find us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Stars are on to the next series, baby. Conference finals! Woo! All right. Yay! And we can't say go Canucks.
Indo connects. <laughs> he gets it. Bye guys, we'll see you on the next episode.